أعوذ بالله من الشيطان العين الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء وخاتم المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا بالقاسم محمد وعلى أهل بيته التجبين الطاهرين المعصومين الذين ضحب الله عنهم الرجس وتحرهم تطحيرا واللانة الدامة الباقية لعدائهم من الآن إلى قيام يوم الدين أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الناس إنا خلقناكم من ذكر وأنثى وجعلناكم شعوبا وقبائلا لتعارفوا إن كرمكم عند الله يتقاكم إن الله عليم خبير Last week I talked about the diversity in the universe as well as in human family The beautiful diversity in our colors, languages, and ethnicities ought to be celebrated as a manifestation of Almighty Allah's power and glory. The problem only begins when race or language or ethnicity become the criterion of superiority of one over another. All these bases of superiority are false and artificial. They don't have any bearing on the virtue and status of a human being. What really counts, as explained in Surah 49 verse 13, is righteousness, which is a spiritual quality of individuals and not of a tribe or a race. The falsity of racial superiority was highlighted in the story of Adam's creation. After creating Adam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the angels to bow down in prostration towards Adam as a sign of respect. All the angels bowed down in prostration except Iblis, the shaitan, who was not an angel, but he had earned the right to be in their company. In Surah number 7, verse 12, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about this situation and then he asked the shaitan, مَا مَنَعَكَ أَنْ لَا تَسْجُدَ إِذْ أَمَرْتُكَ What prevented you from bowing down to Adam when I commanded you? He replied, أَنَا خَيْرٌ مِّنْهُ I am better than he. خَلَقْتَنِي مِنْ نَارِ وَخَلَقْتَهُ مِنْ طِينِ You created me out of fire while you created him of clay. So he looked at this issue of the basis of the physical creation the body of Adam from clay and the body of himself from fire and he concluded that I am superior to Adam. So false pride is what destroyed the shaitan and he was banished from the holy assembly of the angels. In his arrogance he didn't realize that he was talking to the same God who created him of fire and created Adam of clay and it is the same God who commanded him to do sajda to Adam. Our ethnicity, our race, and our color are all manifestations of Allah's handiwork. We had no choice in that. Whether you are African or an Arab, a Caucasian or an Asian, an Indian or a Persian, no one had a choice of being born in that tribe. And so it can't be a virtue. Similarly, no one had a choice in choosing the color of their skin. Therefore, there is no basis for considering yourself to be superior using characteristics you had no control over. If anyone thinks that race or color is what makes them better, 
then they are following the false pride of shaitan and are opposing the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some might say that talking about diversity in human race as a positive element of Allah's creation could lead one towards racism. No, not at all. There is nothing wrong in feeling good about yourself and your place in your community. People indeed feel more comfortable with those who are familiar with their language, culture and faith. These feelings are not wrong. These feelings cross the line of righteousness when a person makes his race or color as the basis of superiority. Our fourth Imam, Imam Ali ibn Hussain has given a clear measure of racism or unjustified discrimination. Az-Zuhri once asked the Imam about al-Asabiyya, which means to support one's tribe or party. Imam Zainul Abidin responded by saying, Al-Asabiyyatu allati ya'thumu alayha sahibuha an yara al-rijul shirara qawmihi khayran min khayari qawmin akhireen. The partiality that becomes a sinful act by a person is when he considers the wrongdoers of his own tribe to be better than the good doers of other tribe. He further explains, وَلَيْسَ مِنَ الْعَصَبِيَّةِ أَنْ يُحِبَّ الرَّجُلِ قَوْمُهُ for a person to like or love his own tribe is not a sinful partiality. But it is sinful when one supports his own tribe for its injustice and wrongdoings. So supporting your own tribe, your own family, your own ethnic group, even when they are unjust and oppressive, is sinful and haram. Racism and sinful partiality is clearly seen when a person judges someone else because of their color or ethnicity. If at the airport, in the random checks, the ratio of a vis visible minority is higher than those of white Caucasian, then it is surely a sign of racism. If a person of a different ethnic or racial background visits the masjid, and a volunteer serving refreshments treats him differently, then that is racism. I can't understand those who sit around and praise the langar, food kitchen run by the Sikh community, which feeds anyone who comes to their door. And yet those same people feel un un uncomfortable when a Muslim Shia of another ethnicity comes for iftar at a Shia center. What do they say? They say this is our center. Well, if it is a masjid, it is Allah's house. If it is an Imam Barga, then it is Imam Hussein's house. Those who come here are the guests of Allah or the guests of Imam Hussein And you are the host of those guests. False pride and arrogance is a serious human problem. Even good, righteous individuals must constantly combat the feeling of arrogance and superiority, as well as fight prejudices that have been ingrained in them over decades. It is possible that a person might have attained a higher spiritual level of taqwa and feel good about himself, but he must be careful that arrogance does not creep in and diminish his status. Imam Zainul Abidin in his As-Sahifa Sajjadiyah has a beautiful dua known as Dua Makarim Al-Akhlaq. Therein there is a passage where he 
teaches us to pray against such arrogance. Where we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَعِزَّنِي وَلَا تَبْتَلِنِي بِالْكِبْرِ Allah, honor me, but don't afflict me with pride. وَلَا تَرْفَعْنِي فِي النَّاسِ دَرَجَةً إِلَّا حَتَتَّنِي عِنْدَ نَفْسِ مِثْلَهَا Don't raise, raise me a single degree in the eyes of the people without lowering me equally in my own eyes. If you feel the sense of false pride, then make a point to join the Jamaat prayers, of course, after the coronavirus. That is a practical method of realizing that you and all others around you with their different skin tones, features, and languages, are all servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, linked to one another by the faith of Islam, walking on the same path of the Ahlul Bayt. Let me conclude with the words of Allama Iqbal in his poetry where he says, Agaya aine larai me agar vakhte namaz, qibla ruho ke zameen bos hui qawme hijaz, when comes the time of prayer during a fight, Muslims fall onto the ground facing the Qibla. Ek hi saf mein khade ho gaye Mahmood Ayaz, na koi banda raha, na koi banda nawaz. In the same row stand Mahmood and Ayaz, the master and slave have lost their distinctions. Banda o sahib wa muhtaj o ghani ek huwe, Slave and master, beggar and rich become one. When they come to your presence, O Allah, all become one. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to be faithful to the Quran, the Prophet, and the Ahlul Bayt, alayhi wa salatu wa salam. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.